Okay. You after are, three months. After three months, you're back. You and, are watching. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I kind of forgot our intro already. So, <laughs> uh, you're watching and listening to the Fat Million Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I'm Shalai Bustawan. And as usual, every week we watch a local film and then we review it. We're going to start off easy after a quarter of a year hiatus. We're going to start off easy. We're going to watch a film that has just been released online, actually, a couple of days ago. Yes. Right? But it's already got like... It's got a lot of views, lot of views now, right? It's yeah. a documentary by Kuman Pictures. It's called A to Z Lukman. So we're gonna watch it right now because it's already on the screen, and we're just gonna play now. Okay, so we watched. Uh, well, first of all, first of all, we need to tell people why we've been gone for. Three we've been months. gone for how long? Three months. Three months, uh, That's like a quarter of a year. Yeah. Why we have we been gone July. for a quarter of a year? Well, I can say we were quite busy. We were very busy. We were very busy. We were all over the place. Running some minister's YouTube channel, <laughs> that kept us really busy. Uh, we're still going on tour to universities. We're going on tour to yeah. universities. Yeah. So we're screening, screening our documentary. Uh, Road to radicalization. Road to radicalization. Yeah. Uh, and, it, that, uh, that tour is still going on. Yeah. And still then going on all around Malaysia. There were a lot of other things that we were doing. Pregnant. That we can't talk about. Influenza. Yeah, making a baby. And influenza. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even out yet, by the way. Yeah, and a lot of work, lah. A lot of a work. A lot of work. Uh, but we never forgot the fat video film. <laughs> Actually, I forgot. Uh, no, we didn't forget. You remember? And then, and then we, we wanted, wanted to, to start. do like a Raya episode, and then we yeah. didn't. And we wanted to start again like a month ago, a month and a mm -hmm. half ago. But there were no local films. Yes, there was also that. there, uh, was, there was, like was this stretch of time when there were no local films. Yeah. So now in August there are four. Yeah, film. but they're not in the cinemas yet. Yeah, so we're going to hit all of those. Yeah, and so you'll be seeing a lot more of us. So now that we're back from our hiatus, hiatus, un, undeclared, un, unintentional hiatus, hiatus uh, we're gonna start with something. Uh, we we started with something easy, lah, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, so we watched. Uh, wait, what is the name? A wait. to Z Lokman. A to Z Lokman. So you guys know the director, right? Z Lokman. The latest film that we reviewed of Zack Lokman is Mandide Bro. Which was not us, what? it was you and Aizil. Oh, it was me and Aizil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was me and Aizil. <laughs> so, I'll link it, you can watch the review. Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> Look, <laughs> people who are in the... If you follow Malaysian film, mm. uh, if you're a filmmaker and you're, you're a cinephile and you're Malaysian, you have to know Zack Lokman. It's like it's like Piramli like that. You need to know Piramli and you need to know Zed Lokman. She he's like he's made like sixty dozen thousand dozens A lot of films. films. It seems like volume. Yeah, and, and TV dramas. Yeah. He has done lots of TV dramas mm. since like the early eighties. Or maybe even seventies. Seventies. Until 60s, now. Uh, and late sixties. And, and he's like the king of ultra budget ultra low yeah. budget he says that films, low budget uh, films have low risk which is like David Theo's philosophy true, la. yeah. 
So, uh, you guys know Ami Muhammad, mm. uh, who runs Fixie, the publisher. And also Kuman Pictures. And Kuman Pictures. Yeah, so uh, this documentary is made under, yeah. under, Kuman under Kuman Pictures. But it's not made to be released in the cinemas. Yeah, it's a YouTube It's for release. YouTube. Yeah. So it's on YouTube and he you did can it watch with Amir Hafizi and right some now. other one or two other people, uh, and they, they they made it they did it on a budget of six hundred ringgit. <laughs> they interviewed Zed Lokman, uh, and they got footage. And they got footage from all of his films yeah. and dramas and all that. Basically, that's it. And you can see uh, in, in those footage, you can see a really, really, really young Faisal Hussein. Yes, <laughs> looks like a small boy. Like so jambu, you know? Yo. Yeah, if he had went into star, my old school, ravished. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So anyway, uh, his films are all very low budget, very tacky, all B grade, very very B grade lah. But you can see, I don't know lah for me lah. Okay, because obviously most of these films were made before I was even born, right? I was already born. He was. Yeah. I actually watched some of those films okay. at the time it was released. <laughs> so like when I was watching the documentary, the thing that really stood out was that you can see because the documentary sort of has a progression of like when he first started all the way to like not really now, uh. but kind of like significant points of his career lah. I would say, and then uh, they show clips from these films, right? You can actually see the progression of his filmmaking from the clips of his film. Uh, I liked the earlier stuff. I thought it was very bold and very progressive and very challenging. It was like more challenging the audience lah. But I guess if you're saying that now his films are like shit already, I guess he just fucked it all lah. Or maybe decided. maybe now for an audience today, those kind of films does not, not resonate really anymore lah. Yeah, maybe? Yeah. But he doesn't make the films like that anymore also, right? He doesn't. Because he doesn't make you his... You can see like... Like Medine Bro was not like the 80s. Uh, you can you know? see like the second half of the footage that they show also is already... Not to say slapstick, but it's already more very action-paced and more... Less... No need to think lah. Yeah. It's just more visual and more like... Like just giving you something to look at kind of thing. Yeah. So that was what I felt when I was watching this progression lah. And I thought, wow. It's really a... Yeah. So it's like... You either die a hero or you live long enough to become a shitty filmmaker. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, so the documentary actually documents his life and you can see yeah. his ideals and his belief. He is a true and true cinema or film lover. Mm. La. You, you can know? see that. For yeah, example. he loves making films. He it's his life. Uh, and 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 your leg rubbing against my leg is giving me thoughts that make me not able to concentrate on the review. It's a small space. <laughs> That's how much distance we have between us yeah, for Muhammad uh, and <laughs> Moses. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you can't see what's happening there. Footsie. Uh, but it's okay, Mary. Uh, carrying my baby. Uh, but, uh, anyway, you, you can see the... You can see him. <laughs> the documentary, really. You can see his life. Yeah, you can see and him. You see we his, interviewed him. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and his films. Sorry. Right? Okay. And... I don't know. In the eighties, his films were very personal. Uh, it showed his very good. It yeah. showed his personality and what he really wanted to say. Yeah. It really felt like he had something. Yeah, important and there were there were a lot of like social yeah. commentary as yeah. well. It was funny. It was witty. It was hilarious. Filmmaking sense and like angle shots, all that. Nothing there. But that's how I like film anyway. I don't care about shots. You know, I hate people who think too much about how they want to angle a shot and all that. Yeah. 
it's what is being said and what happens in the frame that's important. And that's story, what, yeah. yeah, and that's what first the first half of his career was like, and it was funny. Right, it, it was, was it fun, was so and yeah. it looked like he had a lot of fun making these films, even though it, it was all also budget. Like when he was talking about it, that he yeah. had a lot of fun. Being and he remembers every single thing about his films, the and the production actor, process and like, everything. Yeah. yeah, it's nice, yeah. Huh? I, I, I would recommend everybody to. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say I would recommend people to watch a documentary, but after watching a documentary, I want to recommend people to go and watch all his old films. His old films, not the new ones. Oh, maybe they bro, Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but anyway. I also want to watch his old films though. Like the documentary, that if there's anything that you take away from the documentary, it's kind of that. You want to see all of his old films. So maybe Kuman should like get on screen with some of those. <laughs> or Bagley Cinema or whichever. I used to watch these films in the 80s when I was growing up and these films really were a lot of fun. Uh, one of my favourite films is Sikit Punya Gila. It's a nonsense film, but it's so much fun. You can watch it on YouTube. Is somebody. No, right? no, 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 it's not him. It's some Raja, the director is Raja. He's, he's dead now. <laughs> uh, but it was so much fun uh, and, and it was nonsense. Somebody ripped it and it's on YouTube so you can see it in parts on YouTube. Uh, but uh, I have the DVD. <laughs> right? Uh, and in the 80s, they had all these fun movies like Ali Setan and all that. It was great. You know, I don't know why, where, So what basically happened. what we're saying is the 80s were great for Malaysian cinema. Yeah. And then it, we don't know what happened. It wasn't now necessarily... Now you get like some good films, yeah. some good shows, and then a barrage of crap. And it wasn't necessarily great cinema. Yeah, it was just a good story. It was just good. It was, it was, it was, that, that decade, it was like building a film identity for Malaysia. Right? And that's that everything went through. already progressively destroyed. Uh, now no I more suppose. already. Now no more. You know, if anything in the 80s, I thought Malaysian cinema was going to be fun, witty, and sarcastic, and all that. A very fuck you. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about yeah. it though. It was now, so uh, fuck you. Maybe because now, yeah. everybody starts taking filmmaking seriously. Mm. Too seriously. And the then they think that film is going to like solve world hunger. Yeah. Cannot. Yeah. You think you need like fancy things like opening graphics. Yeah. Stuff, Why do you need opening? Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't need fancy stuff for filmmaking. You just need to have the spirit of making fun of people. <laughs> and a story lah, preferably. Yeah, like, yeah. A, a good story would definitely... But then Sikip Punya Gila got no story, oh, but damn fun. <laughs> uh, but anyway, anyway. Yeah, you, you, so, you know. Don't take filmmaking and cinema um, and films too seriously lah, okay? So would you tell them to watch this documentary? Yeah, yeah, please go watch this documentary because We've it evokes We haven't really talked about this documentary. Yeah, we haven't. The thing is, I feel like the documentary is memang more of a catalyst for you to think about how film was and how where film has come. Yeah, that's so true. So far through Selongman, rather than really talk about you. I mean, like, what else is there for us to say about the documentary? It was so simple, and it was like so simple in the best way because it's literally just Selongman uh, talking. Footage of his film. Salomon talking, footage of his film. And he's such a character. And he's such a character. And, and that's all you need. So you see, again, it comes back to you don't really need much to have a good film or a good documentary. Because yeah. Salomon has a good story. Uh, and then you just, you know, add that with footage of, of, of from his film and you've got a full documentary. And, and the fact, and the fact that, and the fact that we 
don't talk about the documentary or how it was made and how it looks like and we're just talking about the topic of it that is a great thing because also it, in the spirit of the yeah, we, we, yeah. <laughs> you know every time I show a film to like when I make a film and then I bring it around and I, and I screen it and all that uh, and, I, and I screen it uh, the BBC is trying to call me uh, life problems huh? such life problems yeah no, no I'm supposed to do some life okay, then, then, then. well anyway Every time I make a film and I screen it to the public and then there's a Q&A the, with the audience and all that, every time they, they, during the Q&A when we have a discussion and they talk about the issues of the film rather than the filmmaking process, I feel... Better. Good. I feel good because it's like... Uh, we talk about the issue. Really which, is, which, is, which, is, which is, as a filmmaker, right, you want people to talk about the issues rather than concentrate on how your film was made. Mm. Right? Uh, so, yeah, I think this is a testament to the documentary. Yeah. We'd rather be talking about Zach Lokman and what we saw about him and how his story and all that instead of actually talking yeah, about the documentary exactly. about him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so, go watch the documentary. It did. I think it served its purpose. Yeah. Go watch the documentary. It's on Kuman Pictures' uh, YouTube channel. YouTube channel. We will link it. Yeah, yeah. we'll link it. We'll link it. Yeah. And. Uh, it's what? An hour plus? The an hour, 59 minutes, exactly. Ah, mm. Around ish, 59 minutes. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's it. You've seen it. Yeah. Go because watch it. Because you are like some indie elitist or whatever. If or you have seen it. you're part of the 700 people that have seen it so far. Let us know what you think. Ah. Yeah. Right? Let us know what you think about it, Zed Lokman. Watch it and then let us know what you think. Yeah. If you saw Mandidi Bro and you liked it and you disagree with Zan also, let him know what you think. <laughs> I didn't see it so I got nothing to say about it. Yeah. But we're back. So we as usual... Back. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, right? Thumbs up if you like the video, thumbs down if you hate it. But the main thing is share, let people know about the review. If you've got any thoughts or ideas or opinions or whatever, you can always email us or comment or, yeah, you know, follow us on all our social media platforms at FatBidin or go to fatbidin.com to get everything. And she's still playing footsie with me. I'm not! Below. My foot is just there. Yeah, and it moves in a certain way or so, is no, it? No, it does yeah. not. So, yes. That's you it. gotta go pick up the BBC. I gotta go call. pick up a call from the BBC. <laughs> the missing Irish girl. Uh, but yeah. That's it, it all? You've been watching. <laughs> You've been watching. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it. See, three months hiatus, forget already. You've been watching and listening to the Fat Bidden Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Nazli. And I'm Shao Mustawan. Hey, if you want to learn how to become an independent filmmaker or a filmmaker in general, uh, I've got a book which I wrote uh, with a buddy of mine. Uh, it's called uh, Zan Azli and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking. You can actually buy it off of uh, here. I'm going to put the link down here at my, my website, fatbidin.com. It's only a couple of ringgit. Uh, and it's really good because it has many many different chapters the process of filmmaking and each chapter I interview uh, a Malaysian filmmaker who gives advice and tips of uh, Yeah from their experience. So yeah. Hey link is down here. Yay